Hello beautiful people and welcome to Lotus Podcast with your girl Letitia Jeffers but you guys can call me Tish and welcome back to our second episode of Lotus Podcast is your therapist human. Um, before I get into that I just want to say a big thank you to everybody who has engaged on Lotus Podcast Instagram. It is amazing to see that you, that you guys are following and supporting um, this whole thing and I just want to say if you haven't already go ahead and follow us on Lotus Podcast underscore on Instagram, that is L-O-T-U-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T underscore. And please, please make sure you do that because it means that I can ask you guys questions about um, content that you want to see on the podcast. And also we can interact, you can send in questions, you can send in words of affirmation and then um, it just, it gives a give and take kind of method to the podcast. So yeah, thank you for doing that. And speaking of interactions, um, I asked you guys for a few questions um, for me, personal or mental health wise, and here are some that I got. So who am I? Um, like I said before, my name is Letitia, but you guys can call me Tish. I am 24, um, I'm a black African Caribbean woman. Um, I am a qualified and registered drama therapist. So yeah, that's who I am. And um, what is another question that I got is what is Lotus Podcast? Now, Lotus Podcast is is a love project of mine. Um, it started off as it's her Melin, hold tight, all you people who followed it's her Melin. But we've transitioned to Lotus Podcast just because we're in a new season. And there needs to be a refreshed um sort of method to what I'm doing, and also it's her Melin and Lotus Podcast had different intentions and so unfortunately we're saying goodbye to it's her melanin but we are bringing over some of the attentions um from there to lotus podcast and you'll see loads more of that and you'll see that influence throughout um but lotus podcast is a podcast that encourages transparent conversations um conversations about therapy it encourages vulnerability and the power of vulnerability it also encourages mental health conversations and also um is a safe space where people can come and tell their stories and where you guys can come and listen and we just start a conversation on different subjects and also of course mental health um another question that i got which is a perfectly good question is what is mental health um and this person also said that i see a lot of social media mental health and i was thinking what does what does this person mean what what did this person mean when they said social media mental health but but i started to look around and there is a an influence of, I'm going to say it, social media influencers who aren't necessarily um, mental health professionals who are talking about mental health and getting the conversation started and maybe sharing their stories on mental health, which is totally fine. I think it's totally fine to inspire people, to encourage people to get that conversation starting. But what I, um, I think where the lines are being blurred is, is the difference between a person who is inspiring somebody and who is there to um, encourage a conversation and then a mental health professional who is there to actually um, facilitate mental health intervention um, and I think that we've kind of lost the whole we've, we've blurred the lines between the two because um, for many reasons you know it's easier to go on social media and be behind a screen and talk about your mental health issues or to hear somebody else talk about them than it is to be in a therapeutic setting with um, a therapist who may seem like a stranger or that you might not trust as much um, and be your authentic self. But back to the question, um, so what is mental health? 
Mental health is a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. And I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, you know, mental health can be a, an influence, an influx of things. It can be a number of things. Um, and so we can't just put mental health in, in a sort of box and say, and just stigmatise it. Mental health can be positive. Mental health can be not so good at times. Um, mental health can be a barrier. Mental health can be a bridge. You know, it just depends on where you are in your journey of life. Sorry to sound cl- cliche, but it, it's true. You know, mental health um, can mean a whole load of different things to different people. But I think that the explanation that I just gave was a pretty good sum up of what the basics of mental health is. Um, and somebody else asked me, which was, I'm getting some really good questions through Instagram, guys. And I just want to say thank you for those because somebody asked me to um, to share a few statistics on mental health um so the ones that i found i thought would be quite good for this um you know introduction podcast or our our second episode is the first statistic is one in six people in the past week experience a common mental health problem um now you know you could go into that and say well what is a common health mental common mental health problem um and isn't it more than one in six people and in the past week how are we measuring that blah 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 but the the fact is that it's more common than people think and i think that we know this now we know that mental health is a is a is an is an issue that needs to come to the forefront of um of society at the end of the day and not just stay um hidden brush under a carpet or not just be the odd family member or that odd friend or that person that you used to know who's got mental health issues now and you don't really hear from you know mental health needs to be just as common as talking about food, as talking about um, education, as talking about all these different things that we we deem as socially acceptable, this is what mental health needs to be. It needs to become socially acceptable. And at the end of the day, we are society. And even though you have pop culture and the media, some pop culture and some media, um, sort of not covering mental health as they should be, you know, we can be the ones that do that. We can be the ones that open the conversations with our families, with our friends, um, you know, if the time is right, and just encourage people to have those conversations in a responsible and sort of a laid-back way. We, we, um, It doesn't have to be, you know, if you know a family member who's going through a mental health issue, you don't have to come up to them and be like, you know what, this is an intervention. Here's a three... Um, a three-letter, um, a three sorry, a three-page letter of what I think you're going through. You do not have to be if you're not a mental health professional. You do not have to be the me- mental health professional in that case. Um, it can just be as easy as asking if they are okay, or no, say say, hi, so and so. I've noticed this and that. What's going on? Is everything okay? And, you know, come at them, come at them with love rather than judgment. Um, and then also. Something else that I would say, you know, if you know a loved one that is going through a mental health problem, um, don't just, I always say don't, don't just go empty handed, um, come forward with a resource, um, I don't know, it could be a directory where they could find a mental health professional, it could be as simple as, um, you know, having your own self care toolkit, that's another thing that I want to talk about, self care. Um, as as simple as having your own self care, talk it, and just introducing the idea to them. 
you know you never know what you could do and how you could help but back to statistics um the second and the only other statistic that i looked up was that groups that experience higher prevalence of mental health problems are black asian and minority ethnic groups refugees and asylum seekers learning disability people with a physical health problem the lgbt community carers domestic violence homelessness and substance abuse now somewhere we i think that the majority of the majority of us um fit in to them i know that i fit into um i fit into two of them so i am obviously black and i have a learning disability so i have dyslexia um and these are these are groups that are being affected by mental health um at higher prevalence so it's not to say the people that aren't in these group aren't experience experiencing mental health issues but it's just saying that these people are the people that are um for want of a better phrase more at risk or more affected by mental health issues because of um socio-economic um you know issues and themes that come with these so for example um i'm going to say being black you know racism point blank um institutionalized racism um, microaggressions um and then for my learning uh, disability you know um the learning disability that i have is as i said dyslexia and it's so it also puts a barrier up um even when i'm just doing this podcast and i'm talking to you now um sometimes why not when i want to say something it doesn't come out as fast as i think it so i have to really just slow down my talking not go as fast and try and um, explain myself as best as i can but hey i am only human as you know the episode is called is your therapist human and that's um what i just really wanted to talk about and that kind of leads on to it perfectly um when you're looking for a mental health professional um or you're looking for a a relationship with a therapist you know some a piece of advice that i would give you is first of all you need to um make sure you look at them and you're looking at their credentials you're making sure that they fit you on paper so for example what are they there are many different mental health professionals so i'm a drama therapist there are art therapists and um, there are music therapists um, i'm sure there are dance movement therapists there are counselors um there are psychologists um, and they're just a few of what the different um titles of mental health professionals are. So whether you're looking for um, um, a mental health intervention that allows you to express yourself creatively, artistically, or whether you just want a sit down conversation with somebody, that's what that, that's some of the things that you're gonna have to take into consideration when looking at um these different mental health professionals and who you want as your therapist, your counselor, or your psychologist. So really do your research into a person you don't have to pick this is sorry this is if you i'm talking if you're going private so you don't have to pick somebody who is um just your first choice because you need it really pick somebody who you believe will benefit you and when you go for that initial session you know your first session when you meet that therapist you know get to know them ask them questions don't be afraid to say you know where did you train um what is your approach to therapy um what are your beliefs on i don't know what are your beliefs on eating disorders you know just be open to um 
asking questions and getting to know your therapist and a good therapist or mental health professional will be open in answering them questions they might be a bit shocked at first and um, because obviously those questions are um they put you off guard sometimes but then they'll they'll hopefully answer your questions um that you want answering and it's okay to have an initial session with a therapist and decide that you know what um this fit is not going to work for me and to you know contact them and just let them know no, thank you for the time, but I would rather try and seek a different um intervention with somebody else. And that and it can just be as simple as that. You know, the therapist is not going to or sorry, the mental health professional is not going to take offence. They're not going to be offended. Um if anything they'll be thankful that you are so uh forthcoming in knowing what you need and that you are able to express that. And they may ask you to even come for another session to, you know, get to get to know them a bit better and it's up to you. If you feel like, you know what, no, I cannot get on with this person. I don't even like this person from the first initial session. Then you don't have to go. But if there are some like, oh, I'm not too sure, then go to a second session and see what they are like. You never know. It could just be that the first session was this. First session jitters, um, you know, stranger. And you just think, ah, I can't do this. So if you just um, give them a second chance, sometimes a beautiful sort of professional therapeutic relationship can grow from that. And um, another thing that I would suggest in this whole is your therapist human is remembering that they are human. So you're likely to see them outside of the therapeutic space. So what I would say is negotiate um, how you are going to approach each other if you do see each other outside of the therapeutic space. Now, um, what I tell my clients is I just ask them a simple question. Um, would you like me to acknowledge you when I do see you? Simple as um and some have said yes some have said no some have said yes acknowledge me when i'm alone and some have said if you see me with somebody else then please do not acknowledge me because there can be um there can be a fear of be i don't know if you're with somebody that you might not know very well or even a close family member and you just don't want them to know that you're in therapy or you just want to keep therapy private because you don't want the questions then it is sometimes better that your therapist and you act like you don't know each other in public. Um, which is fine. You know, we are professionals. We're not here for um, a friendship outside of the therapeutic space. We are here for your, um, your, well, your psychological well-being, your emotional well-being inside the therapeutic space. And that's where our relationship is. And a good therapist will keep that boundary and make sure that you are... Um, kept safe in that so that is another important thing and also another important thing is to remember that your therapist um is a therapist for a reason um is a non-judgmental let's say third party in your life um so for example some like during supervision at university um we would get we would get different um questions sometimes you know about different clients that you wouldn't work with or clients how would you approach a client um who you don't have the same beliefs as or how would you approach a situation that you don't have the same beliefs as and at the end of the day you know we are here to help you and not to judge you um or to facilitate your exploration of your mental health issue and not to, to sit and judge you or to condemn you you know you can say for example if somebody um is being um um homophobic you can just be you can just say you know um even though i don't agree with your your um your opinion on transgender community 
um i hear you and let's explore that a bit further so and i'm saying all this to say to you do not be afraid to tell your deepest you know darkest secrets to your therapist because even though they are human and they will have an opinion on it um it's that of not to judge you within the therapeutic space and and again they are human so you might think oh you're judging me right now and i'd hope that you'd feel confident enough in, in saying that and, and bringing that into the therapeutic space because that could be, that you can never know, you could open up another thing that you need to explore and that the, the therapeutic um, space has given you that bit of treasure so that you can explore that. And I think it is important that we feel comfortable and confident um, with our mental health professional um, to talk about these things and to get these things in the open and to know that... Um, you can learn, you can grow, your opinions can change, you can understand a different um, side to something. And and just as your therapist is human, you are also human yourself. You are bound to make mistakes as is your therapist. Um, so do not be afraid of that at all. Um, and another kind of, another bit of advice that I'd give you um, on the tracks of your therapist is human um is to know that your therapist will go at your pace your therapist um will tune into you and be able to know um and pick up on certain cues and signals um if if you're not comfortable or if you don't voice that you're not comfortable and they feel that they might say it and bring it to the space because they are picking up on certain things um so i would say that once you get to know your therapist um and once you trust your therapist, um, really allow yourself to be transparent and to just sort of let go of, of I would say, the tightness and um, and just what you have outside of the therapeutic space. And I know you, some of you are probably thinking, oh, but that's, that's easier said than done. And, you know, I've been there. A part of my course, we have to have our own uh, personal therapy. And it's super hard to get comfortable um with a stranger and so I know it's a hard process and I know that at times it can it can feel like nobody understands like that you that you can't open up or that you feel um you feel really vulnerable and weak when you open up but there is there is definitely power in vulnerability so I would say just give it a go um and try and be open and vulnerable and transparent and honest um, in your therapeutic intervention. And I would say also is, even though I'm telling you, you know, give therapy a go um, and all that, all that good stuff. And what I do want to say as well, if you feel like you're not ready to enter into a therapeutic relationship with um, a therapist, with a, with a mental health professional, then don't. Um, go at your own pace listen to yourself listen to your body listen to what you're not vocalizing and um you know and, and work your way into a therapeutic relationship don't just think oh my favorite youtuber my favorite um motivational speaker my family member my friend has said that i need therapy so i must find a therapist like yeah maybe listen to what they are saying and take advice but um listen to yourself as well if if you're absolutely not ready to the point where it's causing you more harm than it is good to seek mental professional professional help 
then listen to that. There's a reason why you're not ready to enter into it yet. Um, and I say yes because there will be a time when you feel ready and entering into that relationship may seem scary, but um, it will be a time when you are ready. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for this week. It's a short one. Um, next week will not be a short one. I'm aiming for about 30 minutes for each episode. Um, 30 to 45 minutes, maybe 30. Um, I just want to say a big thank you again. We are going to have some guests um, in the new year, but during December, um, it's just going to be easing you in a little bit. And don't forget to share and like, to comment on the posts. And, you know, if you're... I feel like this is going to be a resource for people who are... Those people who are already talking about mental health and interested in mental health. This is going to be a resource that you can share with other people to start that conversation. So um, one of the questions that I'm going to leave you with um, this week is... what um, What is your perception of mental health professionals or what has been your experience of mental health professionals i'm gonna put a post on um instagram so that you guys can leave your comments there so please please interact and leave your comments i'll also do an instagram story so that you can leave your comment there as well um also i'm going to be asking for more questions on a specific subject through instagram for the for next week's podcast and also words of affirmation for next week's podcast so please please engage please share um with everybody else and get them to to give lotus podcast a like and just in case you didn't get it at the beginning um the handle for our podcast is lotus podcast underscore and that is spelt l-o-t-u-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t underscore so again a big thank you guys i'm sending you all the peace and love um in the show notes there'll be resources if you want to enter into um, a relationship with a mental health professional i'll give you some resources and you know stay blessed have a good week and i'll speak to you next week peace